This is Gemara and Chagigah Daf Chof Zayin. I'll learn if this month has been generously sponsored as a schusi l'neshama for Rav Shlomo ben Rameir in conjunction with the new Sefer, the laws of Hanukkah and Purim, which should be in stores by now. Mir Tashem, learning the entire Chabura should bring an incredible l'neshama to Rav Shlomo ben Rameir to bring Ayla to a higher and higher place in Gan Eden Shalmaila. As well as all learning should be as schus shidoch for Yisrochaim and the very remember as his gidush and nezush and the mekulim of Chazav Shindes gidush of Chazav Shindel Shlomo ben Rameir we can tell Shlomo ben Chayo as well as as schus. The final shear, not only of Chagiga, the final shear of the entirety of Seder Mayid. Again, who would have thought a little more than two years ago when we started Brachay Staff Base, we would be here today. Amazing, incredible, Ashkayach to everyone. Apologies, we're not going to celebrate together. But we'll just begin before we even start with a bracha that we should continue learning many, many more davim together. And now let's pick it up. We're holding on Chavavim Abiz. We're about 15 lines to the bottom. The first word on the line is Halakhai. I'm in the middle of discussing whether the, the Shulchan could potentially have Tumah or not. And we finished up yesterday that there was a potential for Tumah. Why is there a potential for Tumah? The Shulchan should be a Kli-Aitz that's not made to be moved. And the rule is when we have a Kli-Aitz, a wooden vessel is not made to be moved. It's not Mikabel Tumah. So we explained yesterday we're going with the opinion of Rish Lakish. And Rish Lakish said they used to move the Shulchan. They would pick it up and they would show the other regalim say, look how much Hashem loves us. The bread is fresh like the moment we put it in. And that is the reason why there was a potential Tumah on the Shulchan. And that is the reason why they had to warn the Koyanim Amaratsin during the, when they were in the regal, don't touch the Shulchan. Because Tamir has to always be here and we don't want to have to purify the Shulchan like the other vessels. But I asked the Gemara one second, they declare, Bishop Seaboy, why do we say that the reason the Shulchan is Mechabal Tumah is for a different reason? Not like you, Reish Lakish, said, because you pick it up and it's movable. Because of the Seaboy, the plating, it's metal. The Shulchan is covered. And therefore, if the Shulchan is made out of gold, out of metal, metal is Mechabal Tumah. The Atenan, as we learned in the Mishnah, Shulchan Vadulfki, we have the Shulchan. If we have a shulchan, any table, or a dlufki is a wooden, uh, or a, a wooden chair, or a wooden table, shenif chasu, they became reduced, they shrunk a little bit, they got damaged, oisha chifon vishayish, and you cover them with marble, vishayir bohem, mokam anachas kaisis, and there's enough area that's not covered with marble to put something on it, tame, then it is tame, because there's an area to use that's not covered, right? You don't remember mokam anachas chatichais, not just an area to put a cup, or to put down bread, etc. So if there's an area that's not pleated, not covered, then it's Megabal Tum, then it's, then it is Tumay. But if not, if there's not an area, meaning if it's fully covered, then it's going to be Megabal Tumma. For, then, well, in this case, it's obviously, because in this case, it's made out of Marble. So if the marble covers the table, that there's no area left, there's no wooden surface not to put down a cup, not to put down bread or meat, etc., then it's not the Mikabal Tama. Why? Because it's no longer a wooden vessel, and rather it's a regular stone vessel, and stone is not Mikabal Tama. 
But what does that do with us? We see that we go with the plating. That if something is fully plated, it will change the status of the item. So ask the Gemara in our case, when the Shulchan is fully plated with gold, it should be in the Kabbal Toma. Perhaps you're going to suggest, This past week's parish, the past week's parish, as we concluded the Mishkan, the famous Atzishitin brought into the Mishkan from Yaakov Avinu, the Messiah and the Mishkan. The Atzishitin Oimdin, they'll be left forever and ever, the Mishkan was ever destroyed. Perhaps Atzishitin were so valuable. Maybe that's the reason it never will be bought to ever be subordinate to the metal that is covered. So maybe that's why. So explains the Gemara. It's not simple. It makes sense according to Rish Lakish that says that the only time that the plating does not take over the whole utensil is by Kliach Saljin Abam Medina Zayam. It's regard to utensils that are made out of cheap Achsilgish wood. Misamim, but if he said me misamim would very chashvu and loyba lishavir, then you're right. According to Reish Lakish, we have to look at the value of the item itself. If the wood of the item itself is of a cheaper value, then the, the plating takes over. But if the wood, if the item itself is made out of a chashvu type of wood, like this misamim wood, then it would not. So, so too by us in the Mishkan, if it's made from atzei shitim, that's very, very chashvu wood. But that's only Reish Lakish. El Reb Yoich, Landam Rafilu Bechli Misamim, Nami Bali. According to Reish Lakish, I don't care what the item is made out of. Once it's Pleated once it's covered, the covering takes over the status of the utensil. So, Michael and Meimar, what are you going to say according to Rabbi Yechanan? The Shulchan Makabal Tama because it's covered with gold. Another suggestion. Maybe you'll tell me, maybe there's different types of tzipoyim. Maybe there's a tzipoy when it comes to the kalim, the tzipoy, the plating is one in which it's, it's, Excuse me. When it comes to that table and it came to that folding chair when it was covered with marble, that was by a plating that was anchored down. It was hammered in. But when it came to the Shulchan, the Kalim of the Mesa Migdash, it wasn't anchored in. It was just covered over. So maybe then it will not take over and will not have the status of the plating. says the Gemara, we already discussed this. This was a discussion. Is it if it's anchored or not? Does it apply only when it covers the rim or not? And Rabbi Yechelen responded, Rabbi Yechelen said, whether it's anchored, whether it's covered, whether it's not, whether it's covering the rim or not, it's irrelevant. So Rabbi Yechonon answered, it makes no difference. In any case, the plating, when something is fully encapsulated, fully plated, fully covered with a metal, the status of the item is like a metal. So says the Gemara, one big question. So in the Mishkan, why isn't the Shulchan Makabal Tumba? Because it's gold, it's not wood. You started off yesterday and told me, because Rish Lakish, he picks up the Shulchan, they showed it to them. Who cares? The bottom line is it's made out of gold. It's not of the status of a wooden gaily because it's plated entirely with gold. Answers the Gemara, a shiny shulchan. The shulchan was different. We turn over to Chavzayin and Aleph. Why was the shulchan different? There Achmana Karya eats. Because the Torah calls it eights. You're right, it's plated, and you're right, it's made out of gold, and you're right, it should have the status of a golden utensil. But when the Torah lists something, the Torah gives it the name, 
that's what wins. And the Torah called the word, says, that was three Amois. Told this apostle, Yechezkel, referring back to what the Mizbeach was. And the length was two Amos, and the corner is a live archive. Its corners and its length, the Kiraisav, and the walls were eight of wood. And he spoke to the, and the angel said, This is the Shulchan that is in front of Hashem. So we see that the Pasik listed eight, calls it eight, and therefore, even though it's covered, it's pleated, it's gold, it still has the status of wood, and that's the reason why it is not a Mechabal Toma. The only reason why it would be Mechabal Toma is like we said yesterday, the end of Shir and Rishlakish, because they picked up the Shulchan to show everything. Everyone, the fresh hot bread, how much Hashem loves us. Says the Gemara going on the previous Pasuk, four lines down, the Pasuk was very strange. The Pasuk said, and the end of the Pasuk, if we were to zoom in over here a little bit, in the Pasuk in Yechezkel, what does it say? And then the Pasuk says, we actually could have seen that in the Gemara itself. But either way, says the Gemara, what's going on? Is it the Shulchan or is it the Mizveach? Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish, Tamri Tavayo, they both explain, Mizan Shabbat Shabbat Mikdash, Kayom, that what's going on over here is, we're discussing when the Bishan Mikdash is, we're discussing when, excuse me, yes, let's just turn everything off over here, there we go. Says the Gemara, we're discussing when the Beis Hamikdash is around Mechaper. Bismach Shemiz Midrash Kaim Mechap Mizbeach Mechaper Ladam. Achshav Shulchanay Shaladam Mechaper Alav. An important lesson. Says the Gemara, when we have a Beis Hamikdash, what gives us a kapara? What gives us an atonement? It is the Mizbeach. But we no longer have the Mizbeach. What gives us the kapara? It's the Shulchan of a person. When one is gives Achnasus Archim, when one gives a Niyim to eat, when one gives people who need a meal, that gives a person kapara at the same level as the Shulchan that was in the time, as the Mizbeach that was, excuse me, in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And now we continue quoting the Mishnah, seven lines down, Chavzayim and Aleph, all the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash had secondary replacements and third replacements of them in case they became Tameh. But the Mishnah concluded, the Mishnah said, but the Mizbeach Hazav and Mizbeach and the Chayshes did not need replacements. Why not? Because they were made out of earth and they were not Mechabal Tama. So the Gemara explains, Mizbeach and the Chayshes, how do I know? The Chayshes, 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 the plural. So Hishkiz Mizbech Hazel Azaz who teaches that both of Mizbech have the same status and they're both going to be called Mizbech Adama and they're not going to be Mekabal Tama. But the Chachamim Maimrim three lines on the white lines and they say Mitzupim. Chachamim said they're plated. If they are called then they are Mekabal Tama because they have the status of their plating whether it's gold or copper Mizbech Hazav Mizbech Hanachayshas. Ask the Gemara where we think right now that the Chachamim are on the same team as Rabbi Eliezer, but they're giving a different reason why it's not Mechabal Tomo, which is a bit difficult because I just explained it the other way, because that's the Maskana. But we think right now that the Chachamim said, because they're pleaded, that's a reason it's not Mechabal Tomo. So the Gemara now asks, obvious question, that is it. Because it's pleaded, it should have the status of gold, it should have the status of copper, 
And she yes, we be kabbal tama. Explains the Gemara. Ema no, we the Mishnah as follows. V'chachamim mitamim mishem esupim. Chachamim say it's tame because it's mesupim because it's plated. Therefore, has the status of golden copper. It's mekabbal tama. Viba yisema says the Gemara. Second answer. Rabbanon the Rabbalazar. Kamri, the Rabbanon are talking to Rabbi Lazar. Those that they're not Makabal Tuma because they have the status of the earth, Adama. Says the Rabbanon, my daitoch. What do you think? Asks the Rabbanon to Rabbi Lazar. You're quoting a Pasuk, Mizbech Adama, Mishom de Mitsupin. You should really say the reason is because they're metal, because they're Mitsupin, and she yes me, Mikabal Tama. And therefore, you need the Pasuk, Mizbech Adama, to say that. Meaning, the Revelizer sounded like he's saying, it's not Mikabal Tama, and now there's a Pasuk. So Rabbanan are saying to Revelizer, the way you should have spoken, he said that, really, it should be Mikabal Tama. Why? Because it's plated, it's cold, it's cop. But now that we have a buzzer, it's not. And the Torah would be teaching us, it's called Adama, that even though it's covered, the plating, the covering is bottle, it's subordinate to the item itself. And therefore, that is how the Rabbanan said back to Rabbi Lazar, that is the way you should have spoken. And now says the Gemara, we're going to conclude a little bit. Anyone who's sitting and learning Dafi Gemara, the R, the fire of Gemara, cannot rule over them. It's a from this item called Salangia, which is a certain uh, magical uh, creature, Rashi explains, that uh, it's created from a fire left burning for seven years, seven years in one area, and then creates this magical beast, Salangia. My Salangia, so the letters say, Salangia, something came out of fire. There was a fire burning, and it created this entity called Salangia. It's a toiletes. It's the child. It's the offspring of fire. He hasach medame in our shaletes boy. And yet, if you take the if you take the you take the 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 if you smear yourself with the blood of this salangia, the fire will not harm you. Said an offspring of fire. is fire itself. How do I know? The Pasik says, Are my words mighty as fire? Says Hashem, that the fire cannot burn them. The fire can't touch someone who just takes something from the salangia, the offspring of fire. Certainly something which is the entity of fire itself. And Amr Eishlakish in Arshal Gehanim Shalatim Zepoishi Yisrael. Eishlakish concludes with a bit of a chizik. The fire of Gehanim doesn't even touch the Poishi Yisrael, the sinners. Kalvachaymer mi mizveach hazav. Ma mizveach hazav, the golden altar, she'ina oil love, elokaive dinner. How thick was the covering? Just the thickness of a golden dinner. Azav kamashanim inar shaletes boy. It was the thickness koivi dinner. Azav and kamashanim inar shaletes boy. Many years the fire doesn't penetrate it, even though it's a very thin layer. 
Even the sinners in Klai Yisrael are full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate. As the Bosik says, that the section of a pomegranate are like your temples. The empty ones, and they're, even they are filled like pomegranate. How much more so that the fire of Gehenna will not touch them. Even the Baishi Yisrael, certainly one. Who's not a Baishi Israel? Hajun Allah, Chaymer Bimikdash, Berkaydesh, Vesilik Alam is Elchagiga. We can also say Hajun Allah, Seder Mayed. We should do an incredible, fabulous fasting in Chazara. Halavai, the entirety, we should go right back to Brachas Dafes. We're going to have to go to Yavamas Dafes tomorrow. But we should be going back to Brachas Dafes. We should always try to inculcate a Chazara into our schedule. Mazel Tov and a tremendous Goyach to everyone. It's only from all the listeners, the Chizik I get, the fire comes from at the fact that we're all learning together, whether I'm sitting here with my camera in Eretz Yisrael. Or here actually now in Flatbush. Regardless, it's the Chabura together that brings out the clarity. Mazel tov, mazel tov, We shall learn many more Mesechtais and Siddharim together. Mayit should just be the beginning. Nashim on the horizon. And soon enough, Gans Shas, mazel tov, mazel tov.